Okay, I'm recording everywhere. I'm recording here, there, and there. So it only took uh, half an hour to 45 minutes to an hour. That's it. <laughs> the magic of podcast making. You know, we should just go audio, man. <laughs> you know, we enjoyed that, but we had so many people upset with us over it, you know? Is it so many or is it the one idiot? <laughs> I think it was three of them. Yeah, no, and then we get all scared, and you know, uh, what I remember what we did of an audio one, and Danny, one of our listeners, was like, "I really enjoyed the PowerPoint presentation <laughs> because we added slides." You know? Yeah. <laughs> She's so funny. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to the Mo and O Photo Show. This is a podcast about mostly photography between two friends. We've been friends for a long time, and we usually talk about once a month. <laughs> We're so close. Basically. You know, well, we talk here once a month. This this month, we actually seen each other yeah. a couple times. So that was pretty cool. That was cool. It was weird to see you because, like, I didn't know if I was going to hug you or, like, elbow touch. Yeah, or... like, like when you know someone basically all your life and you can't touch them, it's weird. It, well, first of all, <laughs> we're men that aren't afraid to hug. That's the first thing. For sure. Right? There's a lot of men that hugging is only for men women and, and if they, they do hug, hug it has to be like really hard and aggressive like it's yeah. gotta be there's some kind of wrestling move involved <laughs> yeah, like you see that suplex after that hug yeah son? suplex that's right the suplex hug so uh no we don't have that and i wanted to give you a hug but it's weird it's like we had masks on and here's the thing because i love you so much and your family so much that i didn't want to hug you because even though I had just tested negative, Me too. I didn't want to give you anything. I didn't want to give you and your family anything, you know? That's that's when you love someone, when you're more worried about their family than, than getting your hug oh, in. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. I didn't care about giving you anything. <laughs> it's like, come get this. You didn't see it. I licked your Coke while you weren't looking. Good thing I don't drink Coke. <laughs> the chef must be upset. Yeah, oh, so, so we, uh, before I get started, let's talk about that. Say again? No, nothing. Go ahead. You were saying? Oh, I didn't hear what you said. You're because you, you cut out. Stupid Skype, man. I don't drink Coke. The chef must be upset. <laughs> oh, I hate Skype. Skype is the worst. Yeah. Nothing. So after that, we after we got through the awkwardness of the hug, we were able to see each other what like twice in in the last week, last seven days. We've seen each other twice, which is like a year's worth. <laughs> yeah, it's strange to uh, see people and not. Uh, the rituals we have the it, well you know you and i just talked about hugging but shaking hands with people is it's just so commonplace and think about the next few years how strange like when you do shake someone's hand or someone puts it out it's so awkward now it's gonna be weird yeah like i, I you know honestly i haven't seen anyone stick a hand out for me yet but uh, i'm sure no no someone... one will for a while but i mean there's gonna be that transitional period saying. where like there's you always know, gonna be that guy that guy you know tony <laughs> Tony from the from the block. He's gonna be like, "Hey, no, come on, shake my hand." Come on, come on, shake my hand. Yeah, but uh, what we're gonna talk about in this podcast is probably cameras uh, because the announcement, the camera announcements, have been. Fr First of all, it's a photography podcast, so we're gonna talk cameras. But we also, the, I wanted to throw a question to you out there, and to Mo, see what he says. But these cameras that were released, like their prices were also <laughs> released. Yeah, they were. <laughs> you know? oh, and, goodness. you know, if you read comments, people are like, you know, take my money. Some people are just like, take my money. But it's an interesting discussion because there's definitely the point of diminish diminishing returns in anything you buy from surfboards to blenders to cameras. And 
how much would you how much do you think that someone can get away with what what should someone spend on a camera like how much makes sense well here's what i'm going to answer to that question i think this goes to every form of technology camera car cell, cell phone. phone yeah you charge for brand new type of tech as much as you want because it's not for everybody it's for those who have the money. The first time anything comes out, it's for those in privileged situations. Because think about any brand new invention or twist to any kind of camera, phone. It's always been on a $1,200 phone, a $4,000 camera. Yeah, the yeah. only exception to that rule is the action camera world because they don't usually cost more than 400 500 bucks right at the top yeah because everyone's gonna lose it you know <laughs> exactly so you go down and, the, and, the and i'm waterfall. talking about they usually come in with some like mind-bending ibis you know so besides that no one else gives you something brand new and awesome without you having to pay a, a come in first fee and then as the technology becomes more uh, re uh, prevalent the price drops you know yeah yeah for so, for the older stuff well, we're in a great time. Honestly, the best news about these new cameras coming out for three and four thousand dollars is the older stuff is cheaper. Drop I mean, it like flies. Those yeah. prices. Yeah. So right yeah. now, for example, the Fujifilm XT3 just dropped five hundred dollars out of nowhere. And why? I mean, the XT. It's such a. It's like almost the flagship photography camera, even though the XT4 is out. You know, there's people who don't love that flippy screen and think that it's too big. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, not what she said. Anyway, nope. okay. And the X-T3 well. is, a, is a great camera, and it's a wonderful time to pick it up. I think you could get a great camera from something like 850, 800. Um, we're talking cameras where you can shoot portraits, shoot a wedding, and maybe have a camera that's really, really great to make huge prints. Anything from eight fifty to fifteen hundred to just about two thousand. I think anything under two thousand, you could get away with doing everything. I think honestly, you're a hundred percent correct because if you don't like Sony, Fuji has a bunch of cameras in that price range that's going to do exactly what you need. Canon has a couple. Uh, the the A seven three is still a camera to beat in a lot of ways. It really and, and is, and it starts at it starts at two thousand seventeen. It's down now seventeen ninety nine. Seventeen ninety nine, and I'm sure you can get it used for for twelve hundred dollars and, you, and shoot, shoot weddings. And shoot weddings, man. You yeah. shoot anything with the A seven three. Yeah. There's no listen. If you're a photographer, um, besides the sterile, perfect image that comes out of the A seven three. There is nothing you cannot do with the a7 III. The lens lineup is amazing. The actual camera itself is amazing. B battery life. It was the first camera to actually show you what battery life could be on a, on a camera like In a, that. On know? a mirrorless. On a mirrorless. Yeah. So, so let's quickly talk about the cameras that were released. And uh, I know people are sort of saying that Canon didn't cripple their cameras. But we, we're maybe going to discuss a little bit of how some of the cameras don't make sense for a lot of us. Okay. So we'll start with the big boy, the R5. So what's the R5 got, buddy? All right. So the R5, I'm not pulling up a, a cheat sheet of specs All right. right I'll, now. I'll, I'll have it in my head, okay? So the R5 well, is Well, here's some 40... of the key specifications, all right? Since you asked me, I'm going to tell you because I, I want to be cool. It has all the 45-megapixel right, full-frame Here, he's reading, though. Pixel. Like, I knew I it without reading, you know? Okay, Canon boy, shut your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's got... Uh, it's got camera melting 8k video <laughs> with 
<laughs> Yo, in the winter, that comes in handy. To, it yeah. does. You know, when it gets hot in the winter. Yeah, I mean, cold in the winter, hot in the winter. Uh, it's got the AK uh, video. It's got uh, 4K uh, 120p oversampled. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool oh, for, for videographers. Uh, 4K 120 is the first. It's the first time, so that's cool. It's got the 100 uh, coverage of the Dual Pixel 2 AF system with human and animal detection, 12 frames per second and 12 frames per second burst mechanical slash electronic shutter. Um, it's got a five million dot uh e evf Ooh, so see just to put that in perspective the sony a7 III has something like 2.7 million dots it's not the best evf and uh something like the eos r has 3.5 million dots or something so they they say that it's so crystal clear we've reached the maximum that like you're you can even it doesn't look like screen anymore it looks like reality that, that, that's a lie that's a lie they can make more <laughs> they can make more. I actually pre-ordered this camera twice. It's like such a flip-flop. Like at the day one, I put my pre-order in because I wanted the next Canon, right? And then as I start to think about it, 45 megapixels for what I do is complete overkill. You know, the 24 megapixels I have on the a7 III are fantastic. The 24 megapixels I have on the, so on the Fuji films is fine. It's good enough. So 45 megapixels is just way too much to shoot events, you know? Completely way too much. It's like it's like someone just said, give them all the megapixels. Yeah. Take this. Yeah, be, yeah. be fruitful and multiply with it. You know, what it means is if you shoot portraits, you have to do more skin retouch because the pores are way too sharp. So you're going to be working on sort of bringing back some of that uh, gooiness. That's number Not one. Not only that, but I mean, I guess if you have the money to buy something at that, that cost, wait, what's the cost on this one again? The, the this was almost four grand. It's like thirty-eight ninety-nine U.S. So and ten thousand dollars Canadian. Okay. I mean, if you if you're not a great if you're not a great photographer, you're not making a lot of money, right? If you're not making a lot of money, you shouldn't buy this camera because you definitely need to also invest in a memory system. We already talked about this in the past. That was that was the second thing I was going to say. So to explain that, the cards, they killed us. Uh, the the QFD cards. What is it? They're uh, CF uh, Express. Oh, is that the same thing that the Sony is using? No, the new, no. The new Sony? Sony came out with a great... Sony's, uh, Sony did it right. They have, all right, uh, we'll get to that in a second. All right, we'll get that in a second. So, so, so then you talk about the, the memory card for the sure. Canon. So this, the Canon 5 uh, R5, they have a brand new memory slot. So it has two slots like we asked for, which is totally great. One is an SD card. Here's an SD card right here. It's in my face. And mm -hmm. I have like 15 of these, you know, like I have all of these. And they cost, they cost, like a good one costs 20 bucks. So Canon came out with a CF Express card, which is a lit, they had to do it because the camera shoots 8K. And so for the video features, you actually need a, a faster card. And um, they, the cards, though, are like $800 to get cards that can actually record, you know? So now you gotta buy two or three of them. You're spending another thousand or two on memory. So again, this is not your poor man's camera. No, I mean, but is, unless, it, is it a well-off man's camera too? Like at, one, at what point are you like, this doesn't really make sense, you know? You know what though, there's, there's photographers out there that believe because it's out, it's new, they have to have it and they have the budget for it, you know? Um, there's people that charge, you know, ten thousand dollars for a two-hour event. I mean, 
and that's probably lowballing some of these people out there. So yeah, listen, if I was a lance, if I was a landscape calendar and fine art photographer, damn, a Canon forty-five megapixels mirrorless. But the other thing is, it seems like batteries drain really quickly, so that doesn't seem great. And the overheating issue: if I was shooting an event and my camera is shutting itself off and won't let me shoot, damn, that's that's crazy, you know. And th- and this is this goes back to since you brought up the overheating thing, like isn't there a quality department that t- tests? To make sure that things work i mean don't don't they have like hey let's get 18 guys off the street random dudes and let them borrow this camera for a day or two no i think they knew they knew uh, again this canon has a cinema line and they have a cinema line that has a cooling system in it because it has to handle these large you know uh, 8k and 4k and all this stuff so all these cameras like red cameras and all these video cameras they have a cooling system what was strange was they didn't remodel the body here to sort of dis- dissipate heat. Better venting, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, well, that brings us to the R6. So the R6 is a 20 megapixel little brother of the R5. And the R6 looks like the camera on paper that makes complete sense because it's 20 megapixels. It has two SD card slots. <laughs> it shoots 4K 60. 4K 60, that's crazy. That's and it's cute. a yeah, and it's twenty four hundred bucks. So why would you why would you get the R five if you can get the R six? Well, anyone who wants to shoot eight K and man, I don't know, you want to spend more money. Uh, and you want those extra two million dots in the EVF. That's <laughs> yeah. it too. Yeah, because um, they still they both have the ten bit HDR recording, so you're not limiting yourself too much besides losing the eight. Here's the my here's my question. I don't know who's who's using these cameras and what are they using them for. When I think video, I think working videographers, event photographers, people shooting weddings. You know, making are people that making that are making films using this. You know, professional films. Sure, you could you, you could use them. But if they're overheating, they're not looking here. They're looking at a C200, C, you know? Like if yeah. you were a videographer, right, shooting a wedding in the heat, you're, you're sort of laughing at these cameras. Aren't you laughing at these cameras? You're I'm like, giggling like a girl, <laughs> actually. <laughs> so it's strange, like the, the video features and everyone talking about the vi- who's making movies? You know, is this for vlogging? Come on, like who's ma- any serious filmmaker or anyone shooting professional video needs a camera that can't over it can't overheat. I'm sorry. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, does the A7 III have a recording limit? Though going that far back, it has a 30 minute time limit. Was it the uh, 864, the first one without a time limit? Are you right? talking about the A7S3, the new one, or no, our no, no. camera, the A7 III? Our camera has a, a has a record limit of 30 minutes. Of 30 minutes. So just keep we have to keep that in mind. Yeah, Mo is recording on his A7 III. I'm recording. Man, this camera, this camera right here, this A A6400 is just a great little camera, man, to shoot video. It's it, it's great to shoot photos too. I, I love I love taking it on the street when I had it on with the Batis 25 yeah, yeah. millimeter. Oh, that was awesome. I took it out once. It was a little weird. It's like so such a strange little weird feeling box. ugly camera little box. Yeah. yeah. You know, no one's saying, oh, that's a cool looking camera. Never, ever, ever. Maybe that's a good thing. If you're in a rough neighborhood, you know, walk around with this ugly thing. Yo, I don't want that. I mean, you just whip out a Fuji. And I was like, ooh, that's a nice <laughs> camera. Excuse me while I whip this out. Oh, gosh. Do, have they come up with a solution to this overheating? I've been seeing people 
posting updates videos to you know what the solution is going to be they're going to put a firmware update to turn off the little like warning you know doesn't it just turn off now like oh, or yeah, is the it camera just a will warning? shut off yeah the camera will stop because you can imagine if if we shoot 4k how hot our cameras get imagine how, yeah. how hot that 8k is getting yeah and you know what forget video um who was it i think uh who was it? I think it was the Northrops were shooting photos of birds for about an hour. And yes. then they and then yeah. they tried to shoot video and it wouldn't let it only gave them two minutes of video. It's like, no, no, we, look, look, we, I know what you want to do. <laughs> I'm tired. Come in, sit down. Have I'm some tired. sandwiches. It's so hot. It's hot. <laughs> you know, it's July, right? <laughs> yeah, it's hot and bothered, that camera. Oh, my goodness. And, then, and I wanted to love that camera. I wanted you to get it. I wanted to love it. I wanted to touch yeah, it. Yeah, I had two people, two of my friends text me and say, yo, you pre-ordered that camera because they want to hold it and touch it. And I can't, <laughs> like I said, I canceled it twice based on the overheating warnings. I was like, let me calm down. Because, you know, this camera, the a 7 you and I have been talking lately about how it's a jack-of-all-trades. And the only thing that annoys us about it is the files are a little too sterile. They're a little too sharp. They're a little too digitally, perfect. right? They're yeah. too perfect. Isn't that weird? They're too it perfect. Is, it is 100% weird because when you had the D800, when I had the D800, D850, my whole thing was like, I cannot wait to be able to have a camera that will just give me the perfect image and then when you get the perfect image you realize it's it's sort of like cold it's it's, it's co yeah yeah it's not you have to put your own life into it yeah i totally agree and what what videographers do is they add uh, a lut and grain and this and that uh to to sort of soften up these images make them look like film but if you're a photographer taking the files right out of the camera, they're a little sterile. So we've been struggling a little bit. I have been working on all my presets to add a little bit of grain, a little bit of like uh, a little bit of a curve to make it look more filmy. And I'm getting close with colors and look. But um, that's one of the issues with Sony is they, they, they've come up with a formula how to come up with a perfect image. And they haven't, they don't have that Nikon and Canon feel to the images i know that sounds weird but those no no that's perfect that's perfect because i remember when you shot with your uh mark five four mark four i used to always the canon mark five okay, mark not D. my iron man suit yeah, like, <laughs> so you shot with that i would look at a photo and tell right away that's that's an omar photo that's him using his canon yeah yeah i i, I don't know if i can pick out sony files in a lineup but when you think about sony portrait files like you know if you look up a7 III, it, it's it's like that style like super clean urban look super clean skin super sharp very 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 clean and if you look at fuji stuff or even canon stuff it's it's got a little bit more organic feel to the photograph. It's lived in. <laughs> it's lived in. <laughs> yeah. It's like a pair of socks. You're like, oh, that's, that's why nice. you know. That's why we like Acros because it's got the the bright darks, but they also add some grain to it. They actually have a little bit of a film simulation grain to it. So if 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 you're not going to get the R5 because of everything that's going on, are you looking at the R6 or have you crossed uh, that one off too? Only if it doesn't overheat. The R6 is perfect for what I do, which is I take 3,000 images in a day. From the morning to, to night party, I take about 3,000, almost 4,000 images, uh, and then go through all those images, send them through a hard drive, get rid of the rejects.
but 20 megapixels is enough for event and enough for clients. I actually don't need to downsize the images. I can actually del deliver them full full res because they're about 5,300 megapixels. The issue I have is 30 megapixels and 24 work great if you want to punch in a bit. I feel like 20, if someone's head is kind of like a little bit on the sensor, you're really not going to get such a great crop. Uh, so sometimes if something's happening a little bit far away in an event, you know, you have to crop, but eh, what are you going to do? Good point. So, so I think it's perfect, except if it overheats from using it all day taking photos. That's a no. That's a big no-no right there. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bad idea. Let me take three pictures and then film. No, oh, you can't do God. that. That's terrible. Hello, loyal listeners. Be sure to tune in to part two. You know, there really shouldn't be a part two. It's just Modin sent me the second half of his video. Anyway, be sure to tune in to part two where we discuss the Sony A7S III. All right, see you guys.